many know we got a lot to be thankful for? Amen. Oh, come on. Everybody knows we got a lot to be thankful for, right? This is kind of like an interaction thing. That helps me out. But, you know, today I just want to start out just praising the Lord for all He has done. You know, we, we have been so blessed over the, you know, we're coming up in 14, 15 years of ministry. And, you know, a lot of people don't know about the behind the scenes of that because they've just seen the last couple of years here. But I believe God's got even greater things going on. Do you? Amen. I'm glad both of you do. I really am. So y'all glad? I just like to make you smile a little bit. But, you know, I just want to say, you know, we've got to see God over the years to see his hand. Uh, just graciously guiding KTP. We give him all the glory. We've seen God as a healer. We've seen God as a protector, as a provider. All those things that we see through his word, we've experienced them in some way, shape, shape or form. And I just want to give God glory for that. You know, we've seen his faithfulness um, over and over. And we've also seen how he is a lover of our souls. Amen. Isn't it good to know that your, your, your heavenly father loves you? He loves you so much that he sent his son to pay a price so that we never have to be separated from him again when we call on the name of Jesus. Just hit you with that up front. That's the good news, and we're going to keep on going from there, all right? So when I was looking around this week and, and last week and the week before, I'm always thinking, well, what are we going to talk about for the new year? And, you know, I, I tell you, it's amazing. I know God's got a sense of humor because, man, I'm just praying and I'm listening, and, and he really gave me this message in reverse, and I'll explain that as we go on. And uh, so I was, I was looking at some stuff and reading and just thinking. I said, you know, when we start out the new year, everybody, you know, we want to know what the vision is. We want to know what's going on, what's, what's happening. And, you know, we, we know the vision is to reach people with Jesus Christ. But sometimes we need to hone it down and get the tools. How are we going to do that? How do we get there from here? And as I spent some time with the Lord, he said, well, you know what? There's three things I want to show you. He said, the vision. And I want to talk about the vessels. And I want to talk about the victory. I said, man, I'm going to write that right down. And so we're looking at that, and, and I said, you know, well, to accomplish any vision, we need to know, I mean, any task, we need to know that vision to have it defined clear, you know? And, and so I hope today that we can do that. And we need to realize this, that we're God's chosen vessels to be used in his plan. How's it make you feel to know God's counting on you just a little bit? Huh? He's got a job for you. Everybody's got a purpose. Amen? Say, I got a purpose. I got a purpose. All right. You signed up now. We got you. And you know what? He wants us to follow in his footsteps of faith. So first, I want to take a look at this. Jesus gives us a great illustration in his word. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and read it. If you've got your Bibles with you today, I always encourage you to bring your Bibles. We're in Mark 4, and we're going to be reading through uh, 30 to 32, okay? So this is Jesus speaking. He said, Jesus said, how can I describe the kingdom of God? What story should I use to illustrate it? It is like a mustard seed planted in the ground. It is the smallest of all seeds but it becomes the largest of all garden plants. It grows long branches and the birds make nests in, it, in its shade. Now I thought, wow, this is awesome. How is this going to play into what you're showing me, Lord? So I'm just praying that I can unpack it like he showed me. Because, it, you know, poor Denise, I was going, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. I was laying in bed and I had my little tablet going. And I was elbowing. I said, man, God is showing us something here. God is showing us something here. So I just pray that, uh, you know what, that I can just hide behind a cross and God can take the message out there and touch it with that. Now, if we start looking at the mustard seed, when I start uh, looking into that, they say mustard seed is one of the smallest seeds that you'll ever plant in the garden. But it grows a, a, it grows a plant that's taller than most any of them. They said some of the mustard seed plants, I guess that's what you call it, are like 10 foot tall. You know, you think about it, starting out just like that. It grows to 10 foot tall. And as it matures, it becomes strong enough for the birds to nest in. And, and, and have some comfort from their shade. Y'all work with me now because i got somewhere I'm going with this thing. So it produces a harvest. It brings forth food. It grows in great size. And it's like the vision for our church and us individually. See, our faith starts out kind of small, right? But when we plug it into what God's doing, watch how it grows. 
See, this is just something, when, when we look here, and I know a lot of you guys hear this before folks that don't hear this. Let me tell you, this is all breathed out of God's plan. A man on his deathbed telling me, keep the promise, keep playing that music. Keep playing that music. And I lost my friend, right? But only temporarily, because I know where he's at. And I had no idea when he spoke that into my life that we'd have the privilege to be sharing the gospel here now. That was years ago. I didn't, I didn't know we were going to have four CDs. I didn't know we were going to do these other things. When I say this, it's not about Buddy, Tanya, the ministry. It's about God, man. And I want you guys to know that a lot of things that we have going on behind the scenes, maybe you don't know all about it, but I want you to see how your small seed is a bigger deal. You know, because we're able to help people with some of their bills. We're able to pray with people, pray with people in the hospital. We're able to, to do stuff in, in uh, some of the uh, Indian places that we've been. Help me out there. What am I trying to say? That's the word. And so, you know, the reservations, you know, to see they're building a new, new church, man. We had a part of that. I mean, they're putting a bathroom in and I even got to help. <laughs> that's scary, isn't it? <laughs> my mom was like, oh my goodness. See, that's why you got to pray for your pastor, right? You know, because I'm not real good with hand tools. Tim was working on something. I said, I'll go get the toolkit. I brought the toolkit. I said, I got to go get Ralph. <laughs> he says, take your time. Take your time. And I mean, well, it's just I don't want to hurt the picking fingers. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, what I want you to see is I want you to see how you're a bigger part of what things going on. Sometimes we meet here and we say, oh, there's a handful of folks or whatever. Man, let me tell you, God will honor small beginnings if we just lift it up to him. So every time you hear something going on, I say, man, let me tell you what God did. Let me tell you what God's doing. You know what? And just coming from that, because you know what? Just like we're talking about in this, this scenario here, in this illustration that Jesus said, hey, we might be that small little mustard seed. But you watch how God will grow that as we honor him. Amen? So everybody doing good? Good. All right, now I'm going to start unpacking this a little bit here. We're talking about the vision, okay? Now let's take a look at what I believe God really wants to show us this morning, Okay? Now, when I was, I was praying, I said, Lord, what the vision, vision. I know we're going to reach people for the Lord. We're going to do this. And, and, and how do we do this, Lord? How do we do this? What place do you, what, what do you want us to look like? And I'm going to pull these out and then we're going to take a look at this here. And this is what God, I just wrote these down just like, because I know God was giving them to them because I can't think that fast. I was just moving on. And this is what he laid on my heart. To be a place where God is praised and encountered, where God touches you. You see what I mean? When you come in here, we've had people come in here and we're praising the Lord and everything. And they go, I had one of my buddies, he goes, man, every time I come, I'm crying. One of my buddies used to sit in the back, man. We talked about it a little bit. And I said, that's God moving on you. That's a good thing. That's God touching your heart. You know, he does me that. I told people, I said, I ain't never cried so much since I've been saved. You know what I mean? Because the goodness of God just overwhelms me. That's not a bad thing. You know, real man, real man love Jesus, real man cry too. Right? Come on, back me up, Grace, and help me out. All right. <laughs> I'm still a little lonely out there, bro. Woo, yeah. Come on, Mike. So look at this. It wants us to be a place where committed believers grow and encourage others in their faith in Jesus Christ. I pray, that, I pray that this is a place where you can grow, man. You can plant that seed in what God's doing and, and learn and grow and have a church family and move on from there. To be a place where people are loved right where they are. You heard that before, haven't you? Right? And discipled in the Word of God. And be a place that has a heart of compassion for the lost and reaches out with the gospel message of Christ that transforms lives. See, that's what's going to transform lives. I'm not going to transform nobody's life. Tim's not going to transform anybody's life. But we may be the vehicle God uses. Amen? He might just be, you know, inviting somebody or telling somebody. Or just say, man, you're going through this deal. How did you make out going through this deal? I say this about every week and I want you to hear what I'm saying. 
When we give our life to Christ, we are secure in Him. We've got a place in heaven, man. And not only that, God wants to start working and using our life now. But that does not mean that you don't go through some tough times. It means you don't go through them alone, amen? Because I'm going to tell you, it's, it's tough when it's lonely, isn't it? But God said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. So, you know, my prayer, prayer is that we just focus on what God's doing while we're, you know, when we're playing the music. You know, I missed my drummer board today, but that's all right. I heard Miss Tanya over there doing this. He's keeping a beat. That's all right. But see, it's about the heart of worship. It's about that. Listen to the words. Raise your hand. I love it when people raise their hand, right? You know, and, and, and that don't mean you can't praise, praise the Lord like this or like this. But you know what that shows me? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to touch it, Lord. I'm opening up my hand. I just want to praise you. Man, because if God's in the room, I want to get all up in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Look out. I want to hang out with God. And you know what? That's what I pray that your encounter here is like every time that we get together, that you hear the word of God, that you experience the grace of God and the love of God and the forgiveness of God. Amen? So keep that in mind. And I, I'm, now I'm going to show you what God was, was showing me here. Now, the first thing we talked about was worship, right? I told you I got this in reverse, and I'm going to explain the best way that I can to, to give it to you. He gave me the title, and he gave me the mission, and you know what I said? Where's my word anchor? I teach that every where, where, Where's that plug in in the word? And so I got it for you. Here, go right here. And so he showed me, he just, he just drew my attention to that scripture I just shared with you. All right? So now I'm getting real loud at the house because I'm going, man, I heard God. This is it. This is it. So I want to show you what he showed me, Okay? So we look at this worship and encounter God. He says, look at this verse. It is like a mustard seed planted in the ground. It is the smallest of all seeds. We just talked about that. See, if you plant your seed of faith in me and watch what I'll do and through you. Watch what I'll do through you. And that's what the Lord was showing. He says, you know what? Plant that small little seed of faith in what I'm doing. And you watch how I work in your life and work through you. I said, okay, I'll tell him that. Okay, let's keep on rolling. So it went on down to this. But it becomes the largest of all garden plants. And he went back and showed me from what, what we had talked about. He showed me, as, as committed believers, I will grow you in the largest plant of my garden, as plants in my garden. You have the authority, favor, purpose, and power. Amen? See, that's what I'm talking about there. We have authority as a believer. Amen? See, when there's something to pray about, I said, man, let's jump in. Right? Let's go ahead and let's take the sword of the word of God. And use that and stand on his promises and wait and watch God move. That's what we need to do. Amen. So we have favor as his, as his children and we have a purpose. Sometimes we say, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people who say, well, I, I don't know why I'm here. I just don't know why I'm here. That's not an odd question. I've asked myself many times, you know, Lord, what, what's going on? And God was so gracious to, to speak to me in the way I needed to be speak, spoke to. Like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I thought, oh, okay, you know. Did y'all get that or is it only me? And sometimes when I'm praying, I'm like, Lord, you know I need a billboard. You know I need a billboard. You know, I'm a little slow sometimes. And man, it's amazing when you see a trust God, right? No matter what trust God, uh, bumper sticker or something like that. But see, God is faithful. God is faithful. So we want to take a look at this. So look at this. We want to be a place where committed believers grow and encourage others in their faith in Jesus Christ. We have a purpose and we have power. Amen. See, being a Christian doesn't mean being slack. Being a believer doesn't mean you just say, well, it's okay. You know, they just stomp on you and everything else. Right? You can still hold your ground. Right? And you said we're not going to be trampled. But you know what? We ask God for wisdom, understanding, right? 
for faith. And God says, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes, I've, many times, I've gone places and I think, okay, Lord, this is what I'm supposed to say. And the Lord just kind of rests me in the spirit and says, you just need to listen. Wow, that's tough for a chapman. Let me tell you, that's a God thing, amen? And my partner says, amen. <laughs> but you know, sometimes it's just this. You know, a lot of times when I talk to people, they already got the answer. They just need to hear it. They just need to hear it sometimes. Let them talk through that. But you know what? I don't want to give them Buddy Chapman advice. I want to give them God advice. So I want to go back and go to the Word of God and say, you know what? This is what God says about this situation. Let's go ahead and step out in that. Amen? So let's take a look at this. I want to unpack this a little more. He says, and birds can make nests in its shade. And I had this here. I pulled this in. A place that has a heart of compassion for the lost and reaches out with the gospel message of Christ that transforms life. This is what he was showing me on there. I said, Lord, help me understand this. And I wrote it down just like this. He says, I have compassion on my children and my creation. I provide for the birds. I provide for you. I give them a place to nest. I provided a place for you to worship me, comfort the lost, and provide them with my life-changing message. Wow. Now, see, that's the only God that can take something like that and pull out something like this. You know what I mean? I'm going, well, what does that have to do, Lord, with the birds and the nests and everything? He says, I'll provide for those birds. I'll provide for the creation. I'll pro provide it for you. And he says, you know what? Just put your faith and trust in me. But I want you to have a heart for people. So we need to be seeing people like God sees them. Amen? We really do. And sometimes that's hard. But you know what we got to do? We got to get out of the way so God can work through us so we can get the gospel to them. Amen? So we want to be a church that's alive, right? I don't want anybody to go, man, I went there and I was like, uh, no. That's why I got a wireless mic. If you get like that, I'm going, hey, man, what's going on there, Gary? Okay, I'm watching, I'm watching. We want to not only be alive with that, but we want to be alive with the message that we take it from here, what God's showing us, and apply it in our everyday lives, in our families, in the workplace, all the places that God put us. Because you know what? You're going to go places that I'm not. And you're going to meet people that I'm not. And I'm going to meet people that you don't. But you know, God is counting on us to be that person to carry the good news. Amen? So we want, to, we want to be a place that is alive. We want to come alive with praise. And we want to be filled with the presence of God. So we want to be a church where nobody stands alone. You get amen there? Where nobody stands alone. I don't care if it's your first time coming here or your 28th time coming here. I want you to feel like you belong. Because guess what? God sent you here. Somebody might have invited you, but ultimately we pray all the time. God, bring folks in. We'll feed your sheep. God, bring folks in. We'll love them right where they're at. Lord, we'll teach them the word. Lord, grow us together as a family so we can make a difference. Let me tell you, you can make a difference. My heart is to make a difference not just here, but out there. And then out there. And out there. For everybody listening online, going, what are you talking about? You ever throwing a rock in the water? You know, boom, and you see that little ripple? I pray where that rock, man, boom, and that, that wave goes out. And it touches the next one. And it touches the next one. It touches the next one with the gospel of Jesus Christ. See, I want others to see God through us. And I want us to see God in them. That's what I believe he's showing us. That, that we need to know that everybody has value. Say everybody has value. Everybody has value. Everybody has value. You know, sometimes we forget that ourselves. And sometimes that's great when you're in the family of God. That somebody comes and say, hey, you know, you're doing, you're doing good. You're doing all right. I would say, Lord, help me to pull the gold out of people instead of bashing down. You know? Hey, you can do this. 
You know, you can do that. Hey, man, I know a lot of us got some tough jobs, dangerous jobs, some jobs that you don't get a lot of thank, thankful uh, that's coming back, you know? I think about teachers. I think about that. Man, you're pouring into those kids. But you know what? You have an amazing place that God's given you. He's given you a platform to speak into their life. Now, somebody might say, well, you know, I can't talk about the Lord too much. I'll tell you this. You can live it in front of them. You can pick them up when they fall. You can say, why are you always on me? I'm not on you. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to lift you up. Hey, maybe it's the guys at work, you know, and they keep passing the same old jokes and everything. I've noticed over the years, man, the more I stand for Jesus, the less email I get. You know what I mean at work? I used to get all these jokes. Now I don't get too many jokes. I only get the preacher jokes. What's up with that? What's up with that? I was like, you didn't have to say that one. <laughs> but it's true. Because when people see what you stand for, they, they say, hmm, what's going on? You know what? We might just be that tall plant at work. We might be that tall plant in the family. Amen? But we're going to keep watering it, all right? Well, let's take a look at this. Everybody doing good, right? Now we're talking to us. Now we're getting personal now with a vessel. Mm-hmm. He's talking about us here. So, we should be a conduit for Christ. You say, well, that sounds easy, but how do I do it? How do I do it? See, God will use you if you let him in ways that you would never believe. And I want, I want to make sure you hear what I'm saying. And sometimes it doesn't happen until later that you hear about it. I'm going to reel back just a little bit because you know I've got to have a story. I thought about this and I said, man, Lord, this is the story to share here. This is just something else. Tanya Tim's been with the ministry eight, nine years, something like that. This was right before they came on board. And um, so we've been doing ministry totally probably about 14, 15 years. So a lot of times I go out solo playing my guitar and things like that. That's how God edged me on into it. I said, okay, I'll be your guitar guy. I didn't know he wanted to want me to preach. I just want to play guitar. But he inch out, inch out, inch out. Okay. So uh, the lady from CBN, she did a lot of filming and stuff. And she would do a lot of um, outreach stuff. And they got a hold of me and we'd play the place and different things. And said, hey, look, we're going to go to Virginia Beach, just do a little outreach. Why don't you come and play some guitar? And a friend of mine uh, was going with me. And I said, sure, let me know what's going on. So it was in the evening. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I got there and I said, well, I ain't going to take my good guitar because I don't want sand in it. You know, I'm just being honest. And we're walking like a million miles, I'm thinking. I said, like, man, why do we have to park so far? You know, I'm just being honest because I'm going to keep it real. And we get there and, man, she's all bubbly. Hey, this is what's going on. And they were, man, they were volleyballing and I was singing and praising and they were doing this real cool drama skit and people were going by and saying, yeah, this is cool. They're reaching people right where they're at. So I was playing a little guitar, a little guitar and I would take some CDs with us, right? And uh, we're getting ready to wrap it up and I saw a guy ride by on his bicycle and the guitar kind of caught his eyes and he's like, hey, would you play a little guitar? I go, yeah. So I talked to this guy a little bit and I said, hey, we've got a CD, I just want to bless you with it. What I owe you? I said, not a thing, man. Already paid for it, bought and paid for it, just want you to have it. And, and, and it's funny because I remember this. And I said, man, and after you jam, I want to pass it on to somebody else. Never thought about that again, right? At that time. So time goes by. Two years pass. Two years pass. Tanya and Tim are on board. The band's growing. We go over to Rodney's place over in Virginia Beach. A friend of ours has a, has a, had a uh, Christian nightclub or whatever you want to call it, Christian outreach. Let's call it outreach. All right. And uh, so got there, and on the sign, they got to keep the promise, buddy, Chapman, blah, 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 all this stuff. And when I get there, we're tuning up, ding, 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 ding. And I see a guy walk in, and he goes, hey, buddy, how you doing? I go, hey. See, when you know, when your name's Buddy, you don't really know who knows you, right? Then he said, who's that? I said, I don't know. 
Well, he knows you, well, he calls everybody buddy. It's kind of like Bubba and Bacosin. Hey, Bubba, what's up? You know, so you kind of, I don't, man, do I know him or do I not know him? So another guy, and he just sat down at the table, and we turned all up. And, and you know me, I, I like to go talk to people, and I go sit down. Everybody else will get something to eat. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? How can I pray for you? So I go talk to this guy. Now I'm getting to the store. He said, I don't know if you remember me or not. Mm. He said, but about two years ago, man, he gave me a CD. I said, yeah, I do remember. You're the guy on the bike. He said, yeah. So I'm thinking it's him. He goes, I rode down the boardwalk a little further, and I saw one of my coworkers that was just drunk as a skunk. And I said, man, what are you doing with your life? He said, I work when they're getting ready to fire him. He says, he's doing things he's not supposed to. His wife's leaving him. His family's coming apart at the scenes, right? He said, I talked to him, and I gave him that CD. And God used that CD to turn that man's life around. Amen? He said, let me tell you, I just stopped by to tell you, right? I stopped by to tell you that that made a difference. See, inside of each, each uh, CD, we have a Bible track. A Bible track says if you die today, you know for sure you're going to, to heaven. And it takes God's word and walks you through the truth of God's promises to receive this promise of Jesus Christ. That man took that. I threw the seed out. Never thought about it anymore. Walked on back. Two years later, the guy said, I saw your name on the sign. That guy never listened to the CD. He just passed it on. He just planted it in good ground. Isn't that something? But he came by to tell me, say, hey man, I just want to let you know that that made a difference in that man's life. He got his life back together. He's not on drugs and alcohol no more. He's giving his life to the Lord. His family's back together and he's moving up the food chain at the company. Man, give God a hand clap on that right there. You see, now the reason I want to share that is because that came into a, to a time in my life where I thought, man, am I making a difference or not? Am I, I mean, are we making a difference or not? You know, a lot of times you do a lot of preaching, you do a lot of playing, you do a lot of going, you do a lot of giving. You don't have to be the preacher guy to do it. You can be the person, man, I've been praying a lot and I haven't seen much. I've been, you know, I've been putting up with this and I haven't seen much. But I want to tell you what, whether it's two years or a lifetime, one day, somebody's going to say, when you're in line in heaven, praise the Lord. I can just, I visualize this and we're going to say, hey, you know what? Thanks for giving and doing that because you know what? The Bible tracts that your church bought and went all over the world, somebody gave me one of those and changed my life. Hey, thanks for, you know, giving me a ride and telling me it's going to be okay. Whatever the case. So even if you don't see it now, keep on trucking. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Amen. Be that conduit for Christ. Well, let's keep on rolling. So with that being vessels, I'm going to ask you a few things. We're going to make it personal today. Will you pray? You think about this. This year, as we go into the new year, this is always a good time to just kind of regroup and say, okay, let's, let's, let's just saddle up and let's see what the Lord has for us. So I'm going to ask you this. This year, will you set aside some time and pray for your church family? Pray for, for whatever God lays on your heart. But I'm asking you, will you pray for your church family? And, and you know what I asked about this? How about you do it before lunch? I'm going to make, real, make it real defined because sometimes if you leave it way out there, people say, well, yeah, I might. I'm just going to ask you, before you eat your burger or your salad or whatever you're going to do, just, just go to the Lord and say, Lord, you know what? I just ask him to, to lead God and direct us, that we'd be that place, that we'd be that tall plant in Bacosin or in the world, that God would use us, us. Everybody got that? Call it spokes on the wheel for Jesus. Let's keep this in turn. Right? 
and say, God, show us where you're at work so we can join in. God, show us what you'll have us to do. Show, you, show me what you'll have me to do. And I'm telling you, I'm trusting that God is just going to show up big, right? Because he wants us to engage with him. So I'm asking you, will you pray, amen? Keep going here. Will you be committed? All right. Let's talk about that a little bit. You know, a lot of times uh, when we start something, it's just like, this is the hardest thing. We, we, we start a lot of these endeavors, but why, when they, we fail, whether it's weight loss or this or whatever it is, I'm going to save some money this year, whatever it is, we fail because we're not committed, right? And I, I'm not talking about sheer willpower. I'm saying let's be committed to Christ and ask God to strengthen us in the things that he has to do. Not asking you to do anything in your own strength. I'm just asking you, let's go to the Lord and let him work through us, right? And strengthen us and we glorify him, amen? See, that's the whole thing. A lot of times we lack commitment, you know? Well, we've been here two, two and a half years. There's a lot of people come, a lot of people go, and that's cool, you know? I pray that they find the place that's right for them. And I say that all the time. But you know what? I thank, I'm thankful for those who come and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to plug in. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go and, and use me any way you can. Because guess what? As we grow, we need to lean on one another. You know? As things get going, we want to be ready. We want to be set. And I believe this is the time that God's taken us in preparing us. Us as his, his body of Christ to do greater things. Amen? All right. So I'm going to ask, will we be committed? All right. And here you go. We invite others. Now, I want to read this out. What I wrote down, because I want to make sure everybody hears what I'm saying. Do you know the number one way people come to church, they're invited? And I thought about this. See, because we invited them, we invited her, right? Miles, I worked with him, invited him. Spent some time with Jeff, invited him, right? Steve invited Ralph, right? Debbie, she had the inside lock on all the folks, man. We had a girl come in here for a year, and I talked to her. And, and, and then they, Debbie comes in and she goes, hey, how you doing? I go, oh, you know Debbie? She goes, yeah, she's the one that told me about the church. I was like, I didn't know that. She's evangelizing, man. And so then, you know what? What's cool is then we see, you know, the families coming together and things like that all over the place, you know? I was thinking about this, Jake. I remember a couple years ago when he was doing the bubble club thing, I said, hey, man, I was just reaching out. I said, hey, if y'all need a chaplain? Remember when we were talking about I said, hey, if you could use me, use me. So me and him start talking. You know, hanging out. And then God's time says, hey, you know what? I'm going to go check it out. I don't know anybody that's, that's, that's here that hadn't been invited. Amen? Guess what? Let me ask you a question. Do you know anybody that don't know Jesus? I don't know anybody, right, that don't know Jesus. So we got a lot of asking to do, right? Now, I want to I make sure you hear what I'm saying. When I say invite people, we are not about filling up seats. We're about filling up lives with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? It's not about the numbers or anything else. It's great when people come in because that's more people that get impacted with the seed. Okay? So you hear what I'm saying? It's not all buddy wants us to see what no. Buddy wants us to be what God wants us to be. We want to do what God wants us to do. We want to be that place that's committed. We want to be that place that has an opportunity for people to grow. We want to be that place, that safe place, that refuge, right? Where people can come and say, you know what? They ain't perfect, but you know what? They love the Lord. Amen. What I always say, I'm preaching to me first. And so this is really close to my heart. This is really close to my heart because I know God wants to work in our life. And then he wants to work through our lives to reach others. Amen. So let's be an inviting church. Amen. Will you give your time and talents? Now think about that. See, 
I thought about this last night, and I said, well, what do you mean, Lord? He says, you know what, when, when, when we start giving and doing and plugging in, you got, you got a little skin in the game then, don't you? You got something at stake. You got some, something going on here, right? I want us to understand that give up yourself first and let God lead you in any other way, okay? Whether it's your time, whether it's your talents, whether it's giving financially, you know it takes it. You know what it takes it. We got to pay rent and everything else, right? We don't even, we don't even preach on money once, you know? We don't. We, we put it over here and we leave that between you and God. But I'm saying this up and coming year, will we pray? Will we be committed? Will we invite others? Will we give of our time, talents, and of our source resources for Him to further the kingdom? Amen? Because God will multiply that. Let me tell you, God has been blessing and He will continue to bless. And I know the economy doesn't look good, but we're not on that, the world's economy. We're on God's economy. Amen? And I can tell you what, He can get some gas mileage out of some stuff, can He? If He could take that CD... Right? It probably cost us $2 to make and change a man's life. That's amazing. You know what? I'll tell you this. I just thought about this. Somebody called me up and said, dude, I was at the pawn shop today. Right? I told you all this before. I said, really? What'd you get good? You find a cool guitar? He said, I got a Search Your Soul KTP CD. And he thought he was dogging me. I said, see, you know what? God's still getting gas mileage out of his word. So you have somebody hopping, guess what? Somebody else will get saved. You know what I mean? me. You know what I mean? Because the word, what say, Grandma? Will not come back void. She always told me that. She said, you know what? The word of God will not come back void. That's all right. You can give a guy on a 10-speed CD, and he'll pass it on. You can go ahead and, and, and clean up your room and put it out there somewhere. And guess what? Somebody will pawn it, and guess what? My buddy bought it, guess what? He said, no, I like that. I like that. And I'm trusting he's going to come to church before too long. Amen? But ultimately, I want him to come to Christ. But you know what? He's got it in his hand, and God's word won't come back void. Amen? Take a look at this. Will you share your faith? Oh, now we're getting personal. Now you're getting personal, man. Well, you know what? I was looking at this. And um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a, uh, a group called Campus Crusade. There was a guy named Bill Bright that was a founder of that. He passed away in 2003. And he was all about uh, getting uh, God's word out through the, through the young folks, through, through the campus and stuff, the college and stuff. And one of the things he would do, most of the time he would speak somewhere, he would ask, he said, let me ask you, you don't have to raise your hand, I'm just telling you what he said. He said, how many people here have shared their faith in the last year? Meaning, you know, hey, led somebody to the Lord or, or just shared what they believe. And he said, over the time that he would ask that, he, he, he'd write it down, he'd write it down. And it averaged out about 2% of the people that he talked to over this period of time. Only 2% of the people were sharing their faith. That means if you got 100 people, that's 98 other people that weren't sharing their faith. Okay? Why, why am I bringing that up? God's counting on me and you. God's counting on me and you. And let me tell you something else. You say, I don't know how to do that. Guess what? We're going to be working on that in the next few months on, in small group. All right? And different things. We've been working on some stuff, and we're going to start laying it out there. So you can say, man, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Don't, don't know. Hey, you know what? You be faithful. And if you want to do that, you get with us, and we will show you from God's Word how to encourage people on the board. Amen? We want to give you the tools for your spiritual tool belt so that you can be a mirror of Christ to others. Amen? So just think about that. We're talking about commitment now. We're talking about that. And so we want to make sure that people know that, you know, that God's plan is simple. That don't mean it's cheap. Amen? That don't mean it's cheap because God is very best. Jesus Christ. Amen? Let's keep on rolling. Do you have a plan for your spiritual growth this year? 
See, I knew this was going to be a personal message, but we're going to have fun with it anyway, because you know what? This is going to make a difference in somebody's life today. Somebody's, because it's making a difference in mine starting right now. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you don't have a spiritual plan, a plan to grow in your faith, get with me. I'm going to tell you something. I know God's going to multiply this. And I'm going to tell you right now. If you want to grow in your faith, get with me. I will help you. I will help you. Because I know there's so many things out there that we can do. If you've got a smartphone, there's all types of stuff that we can use in there. Using God principles, using the Word of God. That's what we want to do. You know, with iPads and iPhones and all those different things. There's ways, you know, I've got a thing on my, my phone. And if I don't read a certain amount of a Bible that I said I would, it'll send me a little email saying, Ding. Only a few minutes a day, I hope you grow in God. Don't forget. Like, all right, that's cool. So there's things out there, but not only that, we can make it personal too. You say, well, I don't understand about this and understand that. Guess what? There's a whole lot I don't understand. But I do know this. Jesus Christ is on the way, amen? And I know he'll never leave us and forsake us. And I know as we're faithful and we're teaching and preaching his word, God will be our teacher. The Holy Spirit will lead us, amen? So I just want to say that if, if you're serious about growing in, in the Lord, get with me. You know what? I don't know about any other preachers or whatever like that. Everybody knows I'm the only Buddy Chapman in the book. You call me. And I know that the, the, the rest of the team, they'll be make themselves available too. We've got KTP Prayer. Hey man, come on in. We got room. We've got KTP Prayer at live.com if you have something going. So I just want, what I want to say is we're available because we want us to succeed in what God has for us. Amen? That sound good? All right. Well, let's keep on rolling here. So, about the personal growth, I had a couple of things I want to make sure I had in here. Hmm. That's it. We talk about commitment and stuff, and it really comes down to, to making it personal. But you know what? If we make it personal, we'll see, personally see the victory of Christ in our life. Amen? So let's talk about that. Everybody good with the, with the vessels, right? Now we're going to talk about victory. Now I'm going to go through this thing kind of fast, pick up a little steam. But I'm going to tell you, I, I, I just love what God's doing. Victory is God transforming lives from the inside out. He's taking what you've given them and he's changing it all around, making it what he says it can be. Amen? Victory is seeing salvation come to the lost. How did it make your heart feel when you heard that man got his family back? When he gave his life to the Lord? That he's not on drugs and alcohol anymore? Some, see, it was to that other guy, it was important enough for him to pass it back on just to let you know. He's like, you know what he told me? He said, hey man, just keep doing what y'all are doing. He didn't even stay to listen to the band. I don't know if he's ever heard us play a tune. Okay? But he got the message in there. That's what I say when we did those CDs. We put that, that Bible track in each one. I said, well, if they don't like the singing, we'll hire them this time. You see, sings better. No. But anyway, we did that. But if they don't even like the, if they don't like the music, guess what? The world's not going to come back boy. So we line it with the, with the principles of God. We line it with the promises of God. Amen? It's nothing better than seeing salvation come to the lost. Amen? Victory is seeing faith grow. Let me tell you, you, you know something that's encouraging for me? I get to hang out with you guys and do some stuff and everything like that. And then sometimes I hear you talk and I go, wow, that sounds like one of the sermons we did. You know? Just start seeing that come back out. Seeing what God's doing. Or sometimes, you know, one of my buddies in... in, in uh, we were, we were doing some stuff, starting some ministry stuff when we started doing a thing down at Buck Road. Got played guitar with me for a long time. Alan, he hasn't been with us in a while, but we spent a lot of time together. And uh, I was always trying to encourage Alan. Always encourage him. And man, let me tell you, don't think what you're pouring in don't make a difference. 
Because I'm going to tell you, man, one day I was like, man, my hair was like out here. He said, hey, man, come here. I said, what? He puts an arm around me on the back of my truck. He says, God's going to give it to you, man. Don't sweat it. God's going to give it to you, man. Don't sweat it. You know what that was? That's doing that outreach for the last 14 years. I'm like, man, I know what we're supposed to do, but I don't know how to do it. God's going to give it to you. And you know what? Now I think we're doing like 13 or 14 years. And what I'm talking about, that was just one thing. But that's a big undertaking to do some outreach, right? And we did that down at Buckrow Beach every year up until the last two years. And then we do it in the field up here by the post office. Why is that important? Because I believe God wants us to get outside the church walls. I believe God wants us to be a mirror of him to everybody around. And that gives us a great opportunity to serve. Amen. And represent him well. So, seeing faith grow. That's good stuff, right? Victor is experiencing the grace of God and sharing it with others. See, how can we experience how good God is and the grace that God has for us and the forgiveness that he has if then we don't want to share it with somebody else? Wow. Think about that. Sometimes when I, and you know, I know it's easier said than done, but I ask the Lord, help me to forgive others like you forgive me. He wipes it clean. He didn't come back and pull the scab off. He doesn't just say, well, I'll see how it goes. I'll forgive him for a few days and see what's happening. You know, we put unrealistic expectations on people a lot of times. And I just say, Lord, help us see people like you see them. Amen? That's what I want to talk about. Victory is Jesus Christ being represented, or as our friend Lisa says, represented through the body of Christ with love, joy, peace, and power. You know, are we ready to take our place as the body of Christ? Are we ready to stand up and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to get with it. I want to see that victory. I want to take the vision, Lord, and inspire me by the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, to be that vessel that pours out. You know, you can't pour out what you don't pour in. That's why we want to make sure you get everything you need. We're coming on home base. Everybody doing good? Amen. Well, I want to tell you that it starts with a seed. It starts with that seed. We need to plant it. We need to plant that seed of faith. See, if we plant that seed of faith in good ground, you watch God multiply Amen. We need to water it. You know what? When we water your seed of faith, we water it with the word of God. We need to be reading the word of God, listening to the word of God. Man, we need to stay full of it. We need to nurture it. Study and be a doer of the word, not just a hearer. Put feet to our faith. Amen. That's what I want you to hear. And listen to this. The harvest is great. We're going back to that garden thing again. The harvest is great. There are many to reach. Family, friends, strangers. I mean, Jesse did something the other day and he tells me all the time and he kind of laughs. He goes, Dad, you talk to everybody. I go, I know. He says, he does. He does. If Denise sends me for one thing at the store, she's like, hurry back. Could you hurry back? If she's cooking, I got to go directly there, you know, and get back. But I'm going to talk to somebody about Jesus. I can't. I'm not, I do not grab somebody in the headlock and say, do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? But you know what? <laughs> Maybe give him a little nudge. But, uh, you know, sometimes it's just, I just I want to be aware where God's working. You know, I told you a few weeks ago, I was at Food Line, and the guy was down on his knees. And I said, hey, how you doing? He said, man, my knees hurt. And I folded up a box, and I threw the box under his knees and said, how's that for He said, that's good. And I got to share about Jesus with him. I got to share about Jesus. And, and, and I wasn't even planning on this, but you know what? Why is it important? Because I said, uh, well, what do you believe? And he says, I, I think I'm, I'm going to be a Muslim, a Muslim. I didn't, didn't even blame him. I said, really? I said, why is that? He said, well, I got a new job. Got a new this, got a new that. I thought I'd try something new. 
I said, well, I'm not sure you had what was, was old. You know? Do you know Jesus? <coughs> well, uh, you know, and I got to share my faith with the guy. You know? He's over there, man. He's stacking canned carrots, man. But he's still hearing about Jesus. And you know what? I didn't beat him down. and go, oh, no. I just said, well, hey. I just start running him right back through the Word. Encouraging him. Tell him what God did. What God said. What God is. Who God is. God is love. And he's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah. And then you know what he said? And I said, well, I got to go. He goes, where's your church, man? I said, oh, it's right down here. So I gave him my number. I said, you got anything you want to talk about? Give me a call. You know what? It might be two years. It might be. I see him in heaven. I don't know what the deal is. But the thing is this. You know what? The harvest is great. Are you willing to be out there and do a little bit of weeding? Amen? Take a look at this. My last thing that I want you guys to take a look at here. Farm the garden of God. You say, what do you mean by farming the garden of God? I'm going to tell you what I mean, what God laid on my heart on that. Work with God what God has given you. Just do your part. Just do your part. Be faithful with what He has given to you, and the Lord will bring the results. Just a little bit. I had somebody speak into my life a few weeks ago. I go, man, we got people coming, we got people going. We got people coming, we got people going. We got people coming, people going. I just wish everybody showed up at once. You know what they told me? Just preach to the ones that come. Wow. Wow. Okay. So that's what we do. We preach to the ones that come. And you're not here by mistake today. You say, well, I, I don't know. I just thought I saw. You know what? We pray every day and every week that God will bring folks here to hear the truth of this message and that we can encourage them in the Word of God. So if you're here today, guess what? You've already been prayed for before you even got here. Just want to let you know that. Whether it's your first time or it's your 58th time, I believe God is drawing you here. Okay? So with that being said, I just want you to think about that. I pray today that, you know, through the message that you were encouraged, that you were, you were challenged, but also that you determined. That you determined. I want you to take that with you. I want you to have a boldness with you that you're not in it alone. You got a place to come if you choose to come here. And if you don't, God bless you. Just make sure wherever you go that they're preaching and teaching out the word of God. That's, a, that's all I got. That's all I got for you. But I'm going to tell you what. I can promise you this. If you come here, there's three things I can promise you. We'll love you right where you are. Right? The next thing is that we're going to speak the word of God. And the third thing that you'll have a chance to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior before you leave here. I can promise you that. Amen. So with that being said, I'm going to ask you to just close your eyes and open your heart. Father, help us today, Lord, to be committed to your mission. Help us today, Lord, to follow in your footsteps, Lord, to follow the vision that you've given us, to plug into what you have for us, Lord, to be that vessel, Lord, that, that, that you want to use. And Lord, that the victory comes from you. And I pray if there's one here today that's never asked you to come into the life to have that victory of salvation. I pray that today is the day. I want you to listen to me real clear. It all starts with that seed. The seed of faith that we plant in the person of Jesus Christ. If you're here today, do you know for sure that you go to heaven when you take your last breath? You say, well, buddy, I don't know. I can tell you that the word is very clear. What it takes. It took a perfect sacrifice and his name was Jesus Christ. And he paid our sin debt in full. And on the third day, he rose. And he sits on the right hand side of God, interceding for you and I. And he says this. He says, if you confess with the mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
I'm asking you today, have you ever put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ right here, right now? I'm making, I'm making a point here. This is what it's all about. If you're sitting here today and you're not sure, and you say, you know what, I'm not sure, but I just want you to look up here. Nobody's going to come where you at. But I'm going to pray for you, and I'm, I'm going to give you the pieces of the puzzle. The Bible says in John 14, 6, Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father but by me. If you've never called on him today, this could be your prayer. You just pray it from your heart right where you're at. Dear Lord, come into my life and forgive me of my sin. Today, Lord, wipe my sin out. And Lord, I trust you. I believe you're the Son of God. And today, Lord, I receive you as my Savior. If that was your prayer today, don't leave here without telling somebody, say, you know, buddy, I pray with you today. I just want to let you know. You know why? Because we can pray with you and we can help you get plugged in and we can encourage you. And I'm going to tell you what, if you're here today, you said, man, buddy, it's been a long year. You don't know what I've been through. You're right. I don't, but God does. And we want to be a place where you never stand alone. And we don't have to know all your business. Amen? But we can sure stand with you and tell you about God's business. God's business is forgiving. God's business is loving. God's business is restoring. And God's business is loving you right where you are. So if you're here today, I want to tell you that God's got a fresh start for you. Everybody needs compassion. Amen? Everybody needs Jesus. And I pray today that you're heard from him today. And whatever it is that God's tugging on your heart, whether it's commitment, whether it's forgiving somebody, whether it's receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I don't know what it is God does. Let him have his way in your life. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said, Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. All right. Well, we got some tools to, to work with now, don't we? Yes, we do. I'll tell you what, I love to sing out with a song. I'm going to ask you not to, to run off. I'm going to take this off. I'll never see the words now. Got to move back and forth. Did anybody have a good time? Yeah. A good time, good. I pray that that message will just resonate in your heart this week. And you know, um, we got a new year. God's given us every day is a gift from God. Every day. Every day. And, and I pray that we treasure that. And, and that we just um, be that mirror of Christ. So I'm going to ask you guys to stand to your feet. We're going to send you out with a song. Don't rush off. I want to get to know you a little better. And if there's anything that we can pray about, please, please give us the privilege to, to pray with you. Amen.